Have you ever said a statement that goes something like this? I have tried everything to lose weight and get fit and nothing is working. If this sounds like you, it may not be that you have tried everything, but that you are falling into the same diet trap over and over again. Are you ready to break that cycle? Well, listen to this next episode where I highlight some of the common diet traps we can avoid so we can truly experience success and results on our health and fitness journey. Thank you for listening to the Break Free and Get Fit podcast with me, your host, Dr. Janelle Taveras. This purpose-driven and powerful podcast will provide you with the necessary strategies and tools to break free from everything limiting your full potential to live a fit life. It's God's desire for you to be fit healthy and whole, missing nothing. Jesus has already done his part. Now it's your turn to do your part to co-labor with him. Success in life doesn't happen by accident, but is a result of your day-to-day choices. Listen to every episode with an open heart and hear the voice of God speaking to you and guiding your next steps. Let's get into today's episode. So I know sometimes I have felt this way. I have felt that I keep trying and trying and I'm not getting to my goals, right? But I have to check myself because if you have ever said that you have tried everything to lose weight and get fit and nothing is working, you know, these are absolute statements that are absolute lies from the pit of hell. And this is exactly what the enemy wants you to think. So he can keep you frustrated, disappointed, distracted, and delay success on your health and fitness journey. Because if you've been listening to the Break Free Get Fit podcast, you know that it is God's will for you to be fit, to be healthy and whole, spirit, soul, and body, complete and missing nothing. And this is absolutely against what the enemy wants for us because he knows that when we are fit in our spirit, soul, and body, we are able to fulfill our God-given purpose with excellence for the kingdom of God. And so he doesn't want us to be effective in our kingdom work and wants us to be trapped in these cycles of dieting, losing weight and and being distracted in this particular area of our lives. And I can absolutely confess that I was stuck in the diet trap for maybe 20 years. That is why I am so adamant passionate, resilient about speaking um, about how to break free to get fit. And if you hear my testimony, you know that I may have appeared physically fit and it was absolutely through striving, stressing, not always healthy means. And I was like a whitewashed tomb. I looked great on the outside but I had so much gunk and junk in sickness and dysfunction on the inside. 
And so I don't want that for anybody else. And understanding these red flags that get us trapped in cycles um, is so important so that we can just break free from falling into the diet trap, from falling into the cycles that make us think that we're trying everything, but really we're just falling for the same gimmicks, the same trap over and over again. And so before we get into what these red flags are, I want you to reflect. How do you determine that a plan, strategy, or product is not working for you? Right? And you may first be thinking like, duh, it's obvious I'm not seeing results. And so I want to address some things that we can fix, right? Because we can't fix diet culture. We can't fix you know, the system, we can't fix marketing, but we can fix our mindset and framing of our expectations, especially around what's attainable, realistic and measurable. And this is really important. But what exactly are your measures that indicate success or not? So most strategies, if done consistently, and let me make this disclaimer, a good strategy, and we'll talk about that later. If it's done consistently, you should have some benefit. But if we're not measuring the right things, we may not notice any improvement. And we can't improve what we don't measure. So in the Break Free Get Fit podcast episode five, I talked about measures of success in detail because having better ways to measure our progress along our health and fitness journey can allow us to see where we are making progress. And it also helps us to celebrate those milestones and achievements, which are so important to continue to motivate us to stay on the journey. So when you're done listening to this episode, go back and listen to episode five, Measures of Success, which is a great one to follow up with. So many times in health and fitness, we focus on the wrong numbers, like weight on the scale. That's a big one for a lot of us. And if you decide to start weight training, you may gain muscle and lose fat and not see the scale move a pound or an inch. And the more baseline measures you consider, the more results you can measure and see. And so baseline measures are the indicators you consider before you start a program or plan. So I wouldn't recommend going by BMI because it's also a weight related measure. And it's something you can track, but there are better measures that you can look at. And so things to consider are body fat percentage, uh, percentage of lean muscle mass, sleep quality, levels of stress, energy levels, your body confidence, how good you're feeling, or even how well your clothes are fitting. Uh, I also recommend a DEXA scan. I personally have not gotten one yet. 
because um, I haven't made the time to do so, but I have a smart scale and smart skills can also give you some of these estimates like body fat percentage and percent of lean muscle. So at least you can measure these over time, even though they may not be exact, they give you estimates and it's something else to go by than just the weight on the scale. So some other things you may want to consider because we're talking about, you know, health and wellness, you may want to consider looking at some lab indicators. So some of the most commonly used lab indicators include complete blood count, CBC, blood glucose, lipid profile, liver function tests, kidney function tests, and thyroid function tests. So the CBC blood test measures the different levels of compounds in your blood, including red blood cells, white blood cells, platelets, and it can tell you information about overall health, including presence of any infections, anemia, or blood disorders. The blood glucose levels assess your risk of diabetes and Monitoring fasting, blood glucose level is important. I also got a glucose meter because I wanted to test how much certain foods raise my blood glucose levels, which also raise your insulin levels, which is a hormone you know, associated with uh, weight gain. So I think that's one of the best tools someone could get because all foods affect us differently and they also affect us differently in the combinations that we eat them and in one episode i'll talk about that because i had some really interesting exp experiences with the blood glucose monitor but fasting blood glucose levels is definitely something that you can use to track also lipid profile measures. So looking at different types of cholesterol and triglycerides in the blood, these can be associated with increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease or decreased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Also liver function tests are used to assess, you know, overall liver health um, and different levels of enzyme proteins and bilirubin in the blood. And so this can detect liver damage or disease. Kidney function tests. Now, they measure the different markers of kidney function, including creatine, blood urea nitrogen, and the overall health of your kidneys can be monitored using these tests. Thyroid function test, this is also a good one because your thyroid affects everything in your body, including your metabolism. It can also detect hyper or hypothyroidism. So that's another good marker to go by. And so all these things considered, the more things you're tracking as you start a program and go through the program, then the more progress you can see, you know, you get yourself measured again over some time. And I always recommend giving yourself at least 40 days of time. And you don't have to check all these measures every 40 days, but have it done periodically. Like give yourself enough time for something to work if you have a good plan right so next I want to ask you like how much time do you actually give a plan or strategy before you determine it didn't work did you give it the time it's supposed to or let's be honest have some of us stop following the plan before 
we saw results before it was time. And then we said, oh, just ditched it, it didn't work. So many individuals embark on dieting journeys with unrealistic expectations, desiring rapid weight loss without considering the potential consequences. There was a study done by Smith et al. 2018, where 75% of participants failed in their diets because of unrealistic goals and expectations. So if you are desperate enough, you may try anything to see results and see them fast. And this can be dangerous because your eyes may not be open to see the gimmick behind the quick fix. So it's important to take time to research the studies behind what is being offered and examine reviews, not just believe the testimonials of the product or the plan. And remember, all good things take time and sometimes you have to trust the process. Health and fitness is a lifelong journey and even when you achieve your fitness goals, now you have to maintain them. Okay, so here is where we're going to turn the tables a little bit because sometimes we get into things or commit to things that were not ever going to work for us because they were designed not to work. And these are the red flags that we should be aware of. I also want to note that if some things work initially but don't work long term, then they don't work. What is the point of seeing results or progress and it only lasting for a short time? Then you're back to square one or even worse than you started because now you are more likely to be discouraged, defeated, disappointed, and even frustrated and wanting to just quit and not keep pursuing health and fitness. And sometimes we make statements like, I've tried everything to lose weight or get fit and nothing is working. And like I said at the beginning, that is a lie from the pit of hell and exactly where the enemy wants you to be, right? Distracted and defeated. And so if we highlight these red flags, and I'm gonna tell you what they are in a second, and we reflect on these, um, these may be reasons why these plans haven't worked for you and you will recognize them and you will be able to escape the diet trap the next time one of these presents itself. So let's talk about these three red flags that a plan program or product could have that will reveal that it's really a gimmick right? And we can avoid them. So number one red flag, anything promising fast results with minimal work is a red flag. Okay. Fast results and minimal work. This is just not realistic. Okay. Anything good is going to take work. And if it comes easy, it's probably not good. And it's going to be a waste of your time, money, and energy. Healthy, weight loss should occur with one to two pounds of weight loss per week, which translates into four to eight pounds a month max. So anything promising outside of that trajectory, that is a red flag. And also after initial weight loss, like that first month, 
results might slow down and become more progressive. So I say this to give you a realistic time frame by which you should measure a good plan from one of these other gimmick plans. So number two, red flag number two is having something be too restrictive anything too restrictive. So diets that severely restrict food groups or eliminate a food group completely can lead to feelings of deprivation and frustration, ultimately failing. And according to a study by Anderson et al. 2019, 80% of individuals who followed restrictive diets experienced eventual failure due to psychological distress and inability to sustain such restrictive eating patterns long-term, 80%, wow. So if a diet is too restrictive, you can't possibly enjoy it and sustain it long-term. This is especially the case when we eliminate things we eat regularly or make drastic changes. And this restriction can create feelings of deprivation or missing out, which can cause us to backslide and binge big time. So it's important to look at your diet as a lifestyle change and focus on making changes that will keep you moving forward. Diets that lack sustainability often result in rebound weight gain. So I also want to mention that calorie restriction or going too low on your calories over time can slow your metabolism down because your body will have a different set point, meaning it gets used to functioning on those low calories and your body does this for survival. So what happens is if you go back to eating more or eating you know, you within your normal caloric range, you will now gain weight. All right, going into red flag number three is anything too extreme. So exercise plans that require you to work out multiple times a day or hours at a time, this would be considered extreme. And I can tell you how many times I see new people coming into the gym on Monday overdoing it and I don't see them the rest of the week. So the best exercise for weight loss is the one that you will enjoy because it's the one that you will actually do and the one you are more most likely to stick to. And implementing long-term favorable habits and strategies as suggested by Johnson and Baker in 2019, increases the chances of maintaining successful weight loss outcomes. So consistency and moderation is key to achieving health and fitness goals and maintaining them long term. And so let's recap here those three red flags, anything promising fast results with minimal work, anything that is too restrictive and anything that is too extreme. So the changes that you make to achieve your health and fitness goals should be things that you consider adopting long-term to create a healthy lifestyle. Start with small changes and practice them until they become habits and keep doing this over time and you will see that these small sustainable changes over time will lead to success more than any quick fix, restrictive or extreme diet 
program, regimen, or product can. So remember, we don't only want to reach our health and fitness goals, we want to maintain them long term. So be patient, choose a reasonable plan, and enjoy the journey. Until the next one, guys. Bye. If you have been blessed by this podcast, please provide a rating and a comment and take advantage of the additional free resources such as the I Am Fit and Free Facebook group. It's private and it's amazing. Also, uh, the I Am Fit and Free website. I would also love to keep you close. So come check out my YouTube channel, Instagram, TikTok, and I also have a link tree that just keeps all these things together.